Are you a follower of Jesus Christ who's done being quiet? Are you ready to tell the world whose you are, totally, fearlessly, and unapologetically? And are you ready to smash that imaginary wall that supposedly divides your career and faith life? Welcome to the C-Suite for Christ podcast, where we talk about living as a disciple of Christ in the world of work. Before we get to the content we have in store for you today, here's a quick word from our sponsor. Are you a Christian-based organization? Well, so are we, and we're here to serve you. We want to help you with your mission, so please visit ParagonMarketingGroup.com to see how we can help. Well, hi, everybody. Welcome to the C-Suite for Christ podcast. I am your host with the most, Paul M. Newberger, the founder of C-Suite for Christ. And boy, what a blessing it is to have you on this episode of the program. And we've got a good episode lined up for you. Our guest today is going to be Mr. Tim Ditloff. Tim is the founder of the Full Sail Leadership Academy. It's pretty sweet. Basically, what he does is he teaches teamwork. He teaches leadership development. He teaches how to be the best possible version of yourself by taking your organization out on a sailboat. Yeah, it's it's pretty wild. He's in a lane by himself, but in addition to just providing this very innovative original service, he's one of the first members of C-Suite for Christ. He's been with us from the very beginning, and in addition to that, he's also the chairperson of the C-Suite for Christ membership committee, and we're going to have a nice conversation with him. So that'll be coming up in the second section of the program. But before we do, I don't know if you've ever gone down memory lane. You know, like you just you, you hear a song and it makes you think of that girl or that boy in the back seat of the car in high school. Or maybe, you know, it just kind of takes you back to the school dance or playing Little League, you know, whatever the case may be. Well, I, I actually got a little nostalgic not too long ago, you see. So I'm we the, the home office for C-Suite for Christ is just outside the Milwaukee, Wisconsin area. And not too far from Milwaukee is this city called Waukesha. And uh, regrettably, Waukesha was in the news not too long ago for the Christmas parade, horrible, senseless tragedy. So maybe you've heard of Waukesha that way. But Waukesha, so they've got this park in Waukesha. It's called Frame Park. And I've got a lot of wonderful memories of Frame Park. Now, if you're in the southeastern Wisconsin area and you're in Waukesha, go visit Frame Park. I mean, it's huge. It's got water and boats and places to hang out and you can rent bikes. And boy, they've even got uh, all these jungle gyms and stuff for the kids. It's fantastic. There's, There's always so much to do there. Well, back in the day before Frame Park was overly developed, my my grandmother, Wilma Reed, lived not too far from there. And it was always a treat to to spend the night at my grandma, my grandma Wilma's house. And because she didn't live too far from Frame Park, you know, you, you could only stay indoors for so long before you start getting bored, start getting a little stir crazy, whatever the case may be. And because she was always fairly close to Frame Park, we'd take an, ex- an excursion there. And I, I remember having my little fishing pole and, you know, basically putting a kernel of corn on the hook and fishing for bluegill. And one time we caught this big, gigantic snapper turtle. And, 
you know, just 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 all of the nostalgia picnics under these big oak trees, whatever the case may be. And I'm a father now. And because we were in the area and we drove past, it just hit me about these memories, things that I just hadn't necessarily thought of in a while. Well, one of the more I don't want to say fond memories, but one of the memories that I really have in particular with respect to Frame Park is, gosh, I couldn't have been more than six, seven It was one of those times where I was genuinely afraid for my young life at the time. A a series of tornadoes came through southeastern Wisconsin, and I was spending the night at my grandmother's house, and I remember sheltering in the basement and and really being scared. You know, you'll see her and my grandfather actually terrified was something new to me. And again, I remember like the next day or two, we were out of the house. It was a long weekend at the grandparents, so we went to Frame Park, and it was crazy. I mean, I mean, these, these these big, gigantic trees, at least to me when I'm six or seven years old, uprooted. You know, boy, this was the place that I was just fishing the other day. Now there's this gigantic tree on the grass, trees in the lake. And, you know, when you're six or seven and you see this gigantic tree, you just think it's the sturdiest thing in the world. Nothing could move this thing. Now a storm comes through, this tree gets uprooted and now you just see, wow, it's it's dead now. It's vulnerable now. There's, there's not a lot that can put Humpty Dumpty back together again. And I guess at six or seven, you just didn't think something like that could happen. This gigantic, majestic tree, a storm comes through, it gets totally uprooted, and now it's dead. Now it's worthless. Now it's basically firewood. And it's kind of sad to see a tree lying on the grass like that. And it was interesting because now that I'm older, I was going to say more mature, but you'd have to ask my wife about that. More more spiritually mature, I, I would certainly say. Driving by Frame Park the other day with my kids not only brought me back to the memories with grandma, not only brought me back to those fond memories of yesterday, but, but it also made me think of those uprooted trees that seared in my brain. And I just couldn't help but think about my life now, especially as a Christian, especially as a father, especially as a dad, especially as an entrepreneur, as the founder of this great organization, C-Suite for Christ, which is growing like gangbusters. I just think about the storms that I've been through in my life. Now, I'm not talking about tornadoes or typhoons or hurricanes. I'm talking about the storms of life. I've been very vocal about this, very open about this. I mean, I've struggled with depression anxiety. I clinically have OCD. It's managed, but uh, when I wasn't doing something about that proactively, it was borderline debilitating. The storms of being broken up in a relationship, the storms of this world, you know, the, 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 these, these, these forces of society telling you, this is how you got to be. This is how you got to think. This is what you got to do. I mean, every day to some degree, some more severe, some less severe, but every day there's a storm. And one of the lessons that I took from that tree is if you don't have a deep root system, if you're not anchored in something, the next time a storm comes, it's going to uproot you. It's going to upend you. And it could, just like that dead tree, kill you literally, physically, spiritually. And now that I've been spending the last couple of years in the word, it just made me think, you know, what, what does scripture say? about being rooted. What does scripture say about having that firm foundation? And I was drawn to Hebrews chapter six, verse 19. And it says this, we have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. It enters the inner sanctuary behind the curtain. 
And that's exactly what we're talking about here. I mean, when you think of an anchor, what do you think of? Obviously, I'm not a sailor. I mean, Tim, we'll have to ask Tim a little bit about that. I mean, again, Full Sail Leadership Academy, our guest today, he knows a thing or two about anchors. But boy, when I think of an anchor, I just I think of big. I think of heavy. I think of, gosh, I, uh, Tanya and I, my wife, went on the, the K-Love cruise uh, right before COVID hit January of 2020. Thank gosh we got that in before the world shut down. And man, we, we were just walking around the deck of this cruise ship and you know get the step count up, kind of explore the ship a little bit. And we went to the one end, all the way from one end of the ship to the other. It felt like we were walking for six hours. This was a gigantic ship. And I remember seeing the anchor off to the side. That anchor was probably the size of a small house. It's just massive. So when that anchor drops and when that anchor hits land at the bottom of the ocean or at the bottom of the body of water, it's going to be secure. It's going to be firm. It's going to be tight. It's going to be heavy. And it's going to make sure that that boat stands still. No matter how choppy the waves are, no matter how windy it gets, no matter how stormy it gets, that boat ain't going nowhere, especially if it's got that heavy anchor at the bottom of the water. Describe to me the state of your spiritual anchor. Do you have one? How heavy is it? How big is it? And have you dropped that anchor so that no matter what storms come your way, you will not be pushed, you will not be knocked off course, you will not be moved in any particular direction because you are anchored in Christ. And that's what it says in Hebrews chapter 6, verse 19. And I got to tell you, brothers and sisters in Christ, if you don't drop that anchor and if you're not rooted firmly and securely in Christ, I don't know how you're going to survive in this world. I'm not trying to be overly dramatic here, but as soon as you wake up in the morning and your feet hit the ground, the war begins. I'm not trying to glorify war. I'm not trying to make light of war because millions and millions of people all across the world throughout human history have died as a result of war. But every day there's a war going on, external war, internal war, external war between good and evil. People talk about God all the time, but not a lot of people talk about Satan. He's running after you just as hard as God is. He wants your soul just as much as God does. Society, especially if you're a Christian in, 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 a, in this secular society, do you think there's a war going on? Gosh, what you see on TV, what you hear on the radio, what you see on social media, good luck posting about your love of Christ on Facebook. Wait until those trolls come out and start telling you what a bigot you are or anything else that ends in ist. So there's this external battle. If you're not rooted in Jesus Christ, if you're not anchored in Jesus Christ, you're going to be battered by the storm. You're going to be pushed by the waves, and you could be irreparably pushed off course based on secular society. But it's not just an external battle. It's also an internal battle. Anxiety, depression, hopelessness, despair, doubt. Gosh, that voice in your head. You're not good enough. You're not strong enough. You're not tough enough. You're not smart enough. You're not going to figure this out. I, I know you know what I'm talking about. I can't possibly be the only human being that has dealt with that from time to time. If you're not anchored in Christ's love for you, how do you survive that? If you're not anchored in Christ's forgiveness, grace, love, mercy, tenderness, friendship, how are you going to survive? We must 
be anchored in Christ because it's firm. It's secure. And we can have peace knowing that no matter what comes at us as a result of this world, and rest assured, it's coming. If, if you just happen to be living a very tranquil life and you don't know what I'm talking about, you're one of the few. But if you don't have that anchor, if you're not rooted, if, if, it's, if you're not firmly secured, when that storm comes, not only is it going to be stressful, not only is it going to be trying, you might not make it through. And I'm not trying to be overly dramatic. Just like that tree at Frame Park, this majestic tree that was totally uprooted, can't be put back together. It's firewood now. If you don't drop that anchor, if you're not rooted in Jesus Christ's firm foundation, believe it. I'm going to end on this. Just look in society today. You don't even have to be all that old. Look back where we were five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago. Are you kidding me? Look at how much society has changed. Critical race theory in schools, gender confusion, abortions up to whatever, eight months. I think the state of New York basically said they can terminate pregnancies up until delivery. What the heck is going on? The waves are getting higher. The storm is getting stronger. Drop anchor now. Because if you don't, you might not escape with your soul intact. And we're going to unpack this a little bit more with Tim Ditloff, our guest. He's the founder of Full Sail Leadership Academy, one of the very first members of C-Suite for Christ. You're not going to want to miss that conversation right here on the C-Suite for Christ podcast. We'll be right back. All right. Well, welcome back to the C-Suite for Christ podcast, everybody. And before we introduce our guest of the hour, Captain Tim Ditloff, I just do want to put out a, a little plug there. Again, this movement to cover the world in Christ, we can't do that alone. We cannot do this without you. So what we're asking for is we're asking for you to get behind us and support us on social media. We are on three primary platforms, Facebook, and we all know Facebook can use a little bit more Christ LinkedIn, as well as YouTube. So follow us, subscribe to our channel. It's absolutely free on YouTube, and it would be a blessing to have your support in that regard. Well, speaking of blessing, we are joined today by C-Suite for Christ member and also the chairman of the C-Suite for Christ membership committee, Tim Ditloff. Tim is the founder of Full Sail Leadership Academy, as well as the principal for Catalyst Ministry Solutions. Captain Ditloff, sir, wonderful to have you, brother. Thanks for having me, Paul. Absolutely. So one of the things that we're going to be unpacking here today, as you've already heard, so the scriptural theme for our show is Hebrews chapter 6, verse 19, in case you're just joining us. It's, we have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. It enters the inner sanctuary behind the curtain. So a lot to unpack with that scriptural verse. So Tim, specifically, what does being anchored in Christ mean to you? Yeah, Paul, I think to really answer that question, um, just most people, when they think of anchoring a boat, right, they think of the, the anchor goes overboard and it just settles on the bottom. And that's all it is to anchor a boat. But in truth, when a, when a larger vessel anchors, it, it picks a point into the wind, a sailboat for specifically, it picks a point into the wind, drops the anchor, but once the anchor is at the bottom of the seabed, the boat puts the engines in reverse 
and really backs down on that anchor so it digs into the seabed so that it holds fast. And as captains, we, we know that there's a certain length of anchor chain that has to be out there so it really holds fast. So I think being anchored in Christ really means a total connection, a grounding, a security, um, never being alone, um, and being able to really face any storm that comes our way. Well, and that certainly sounds beautiful. I, I love the analogy. I, I think you paint a very vibrant picture for our audience. One of the things that, that I would say, I'm probably not alone in this regard, that being anchored in Christ is probably much easier said than done, not to diminish anything that you just said, but I know a lot of listeners to this podcast struggle with that. So as a guy who is experienced in this area, as a guy who really lives life by the scripture verse, I I guess I got to dig a little bit deeper here. I mean, with all that's going on in the world today, how specifically do you, Tim Ditloff, stay anchored in Christ? Yeah, um, I think C-Suite for Christ is definitely one great way for anyone to stay connected to Christ, to have that brotherhood and sisterhood in, in, in common with believers, to stay connected through that small group where we get exposed to the word, get encouraged. Um, that's, that's, I think, the key to doing it really all comes down to discipline, right? We have 168 hours in the week. If we're not disciplining ourselves to proactively take time out to be in the word and surround ourselves with brothers and sisters in Christ, we're going to be buffeted by the winds of the media, the winds of society and the culture. And we're going to be, we're going to be blown off course. We're going to, we're not going to be firmly connected with Christ and anchored in Christ. You know, an anchor, so, so if a captain does a bad job at anchoring, doesn't back down on, on that anchor, that the winds will take that anchor and drag it along the seabed and, and a boat will collide into other objects, other boats, get in peril, right? taking time to set an anchor is a lot of effort. It's the same thing with, with our spiritual life, right? We need to take that time to do the right things so that we are anchored firmly in Christ. Yeah. And I certainly appreciate the shout out for C-Suite for Christ. I mean, you've been there since day one, brother. I mean, you were one of the first official members of C-Suite for Christ. Obviously we can't do what we do as an organization without your support. I mean, you're, 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 you're the big kahuna over here as the, uh, the chairperson of the membership committee. So we certainly appreciate that. Give us a peek behind the curtain a little bit here as, as it kind of talks a little bit about in Hebrews chapter six, verse 19. I mean, you're a successful human being. You're not perfect. Like none of us are, but you're a successful human being. You're a successful professional. I mean, you are doing amazing things, training C-suite executives and their teams. And these are individuals that look to you for guidance in this regard. So you're doing a lot of things right, Tim. How do you personally, in your respective spiritual life, how do you get anchored? What do you do to make sure that you're on the right course? Because I'm I'm sure our listeners could learn a lot from your behaviors in that regard. Again, it comes down to discipline. 
Um, I'm the type of guy that is up early. And part of that getting up early is to spend time in the word. So I'm part of the alpha group, which is a great online collection of guys from the Wisconsin and Midwest area that go through um, the Bible in a year uh, app. And we uh, all comment on that. And so making sure that I'm, I'm opening that app first before I open any emails or any social media, making sure I'm doing that. So it's, it's discipline. Again, the highlight of my month is C-Suite for Christ. When I get to see brothers and sisters in Christ and we, we get to hear how our faith connects to the business world and vice versa. And, um, and so I think it's personal time, but then having that connection to, to brothers and sisters in Christ in small groups like we do in C-Suite, I think that's huge where you get a chance to, to ask that very important question. I think one of the best questions I've ever learned in life came from you, Paul. Not like, you know, you need an ego booster, but you're just kidding, Paul. Anyhow, but, um, and you can edit that part out. No, but I think one of the best, um, and if you want to start, if I can, maybe, maybe I should start over um, from that little part. One of the best questions I learned, Paul, I learned from you. And that question is the question we ask every month at C-Suite. How's your soul? Yeah, and that, that is a good question for sure. And that's a question that we're just not asked on any ongoing regular basis. You're asked, how's your family? You're asked, how are you? But right. the most important thing that we have as Christians is the state of our soul. And then I think you're right about that. And the other thing that I'll definitely give you credit for is when you talked about your morning routine. Now, you get up early. I don't think one necessarily has to get up very early. But, but I, I do believe that there's truth that if you win the first hour of the day, you win the day. What are you going to do to armor up? What are you going to do to make sure that you're ready to hit the day? And I love what you said, Tim, about, you know, before I even check email, I'm in the word. But, you know, before I even see what's going on on social media or what Fox News or CNN is reporting on, you know what? I'm going to get grounded. I'm going to get anchored and I'll be ready to deal with those things. Because I got to tell you, first thing in the morning, if you get an email that came in at two in the morning, it's probably not good news. So are, are you ready to read that email? Are you ready to face the day? And I think that's very sage advice from you. But one of the things I'll ask, so, you know, we at C-Suite for Christ, as you said, I mean, we try to be anchored in Christ on a regular basis. You're doing everything you can to do that as well. But from what you can tell, and I know we're painting with a broad brush here, do you believe that most Christians today are anchored in Christ? And why or why not? Yeah, I would... I would say no. Now, that's a that's maybe a bold thing to say because we're not God. We can't judge what's in a person's heart. However, I can I can say that statistically, um, if I if I put on my ministry solutions hat, I can tell you statistically that that even before the pandemic. Bible study, corporate Bible study attendance, and church attendance is at an all-time low. It used to be that when Gallup asked the question, do you attend church, attending church regularly meant three to four times a month. Now, regular church attendance is once every six months. So if you're attending church once every six months, you're considered a regular churchgoer. 
Okay, that's a huge gap, right? And I think if you look at just just take a drive on a Sunday morning and see how many soccer games or baseball games are going on on a Sunday morning when that used to be sacred time, we've we've edged God out of our lives. You know, someone said that that's actually what ego stands for. Ego is edging God out. Um, so I would say we're not as anchored as we should be as a society. And again, another great reason for C-suite. Yeah. And certainly nobody likes to hear that news, but I think you're spot on. I mean, you, you'll hear that a lot where people say, I want to go to church. I'm just too busy. I want to go to Bible study. I'm just too busy. Well, I mean, everybody's busy. You don't have to be a C-suite for Christ executive. I mean, you could be a stay-at-home mom. I mean, everybody is very busy. It doesn't boil down to busy. It boils down to priorities. Yeah, I'm, I'm too busy to go to C-Suite for Christ. Fine. But are you too busy to scroll Facebook for three hours? I'm too busy to go to church every week. Fine. But are you too busy for those soccer games you got to take your kid to? I'm not one to blame. And I know, Tim, you're not saying that either. But if you're not making Christ a priority, that may be part of the reason why you personally are in this predicament, why we as a society are in this predicament. So it's not, you know, pie in the sky, good news, but I think you're exactly right. And we've all got to start making a determination to get ourselves anchored in Christ. So with that, Tim, I know you're not perfect. Hard to believe Tim Ditloff is not perfect, but I know that you've matured over the years. I know that a lot of things in life have happened not to you, but for you. So, so here we are talking about, you know, times that you were anchored in Christ and what that means. But what I'd be interested in kind of getting a better understanding of, could you share with our audience maybe a time where you weren't anchored in Christ? I mean, can you kind of walk us through what that was and, and maybe what kind of an impact that situation had on you? Yeah. Um, a couple of years ago, I, I went through a divorce. Um, it wasn't, wasn't pretty. It, um, and um, I really felt like I, I failed God and I failed my kids. And, um, and I was making a transition from one church to the next. I didn't have a real good set of uh, um, mentors or brothers in Christ that I could hang out with. And quite honestly, I was really, really lonely and, and very frustrated. And that lack of connection to um, a brotherhood of Christ, um, mentors, encouragers, um, it was pretty tough. And it was through an event that we do at, at Hales Corners Lutheran, um, the Stars Retreat, that it really was brought back to me that, hey, you're never alone. You do have an anchor. It's it's Christ and it's it's being around brothers in Christ. And that's when I felt like I was I was back in the swing of things, so to speak. Well, we certainly appreciate your level of vulnerability. I mean, I, I would come to expect nothing less from you. And as you said, that's one of the blessings of C-Suite for Christ, where you can lay it all down at the foot of the cross, where you can make yourself authentic and vulnerable. And I'm, I'm sure people listening to this 
needed to hear that. And one of the things that uh, Tim had mentioned was Hales Corners Lutheran Church. So, so just to put a little plug in for this, you're going to want to stick around C-Suite for Christ, you know, the social media platforms and everything else for more information. But Hales Corners Lutheran Church is going to be hosting the Covering the World in Christ celebration on Thursday, February 9th, 2023. So whether you can be there in person, you're not going to believe who we have lined up. I mean, I'd love to tease it, but you'd be knocking the door down trying to get answers. So I'm just not going to go there just yet. But in terms of who the speaker is going to be, the musical performer, it's going to be a night that you're never going to forget. So mark your calendar for that. Hales Corners Lutheran Church, Thursday, February 9th, 2023. So Tim, the very last question that I have for out of time, again, if you're just joining us, what a blessing it is to have my, my very good friend and brother in Christ, Tim Ditloff with us. Again, he's the founder of Full Sail Leadership Academy. He's also the principal of Catalyst Ministry Solutions. The verse that we're unpacking here today is Hebrews chapter 6, verse 19, that says this, we have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. It enters the inner sanctuary behind the curtain. So Tim, as much as we want to talk about being anchored in Christ, if, if I'm going to be society today, I'm going to take a bit of a contrarian view here. So you, 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 you think about an anchor. What is an anchor? It's heavy. It's rigid. It's firm. So for all the reasons that you're talking about why it's good, I'm going to pretend I'm society and I'm going to say that's bad because what we're, what we are potentially as Christians, according to society is we're inflexible. We're intolerant. We are attached to an old outdated way of thinking. I mean, the Bible was written what? Tens of thousands of years ago, thousands of years ago, they say, come on. I mean, times have changed now. Get with it. So for the individuals that say that we're intolerant, for the individuals that say we're stuck in an outdated ideology, that being anchored into Christianity is a bad thing, what would you say to them to say, actually, no, it's needed now more than ever? Yeah. If you look at, at Jesus, when uh, the Pharisees came up to him and said, hey, what do I, what do I have to do? Yes, Pharisee, what's, what's the greatest commandment? Love the Lord your God with all your heart and mind. Love your neighbor as yourself. I would say that that love is, is never an ancient concept, that Christ's love really compels us to hold on, to hold fast to that confession of faith. Another favorite verse of mine, hold fast to the confession of faith. It has, has obviously great scriptural context. It has some nautical context as well. Um, the word of God is the word of God and it's divinely inspired. It's an errant. Um, the one that inspired it is love. You know, Jesus spent time with sinners. He didn't love the sin, but he sure loved the sinner. And that's the message of hope that the, that the, that the church brings. And it's that Christ is love and that he is, he is our great rescuer. Um, from all the calamity and peril that's out in the world. You know, I think you can always spot somebody that's anchored in Christ by the peace, the calm, and the hope that they have. And you look at somebody that's not anchored in Christ, there sure is a lot of, there sure is a lot of anxiety and, and negativity. So well, that's what yeah. I would say to that. Now, very well said. And speaking of love, I've loved having you on the C-Suite for Christ podcast. I love having you associated with C-Suite for Christ. And as my brother in Christ, I, I love you as well. So with all that being said, if, if somebody wants to learn a little bit more 
about Full Sail Leadership Academy. If somebody wants to learn a little bit more about Catalyst Ministry Solutions, how would they go about doing that, Tim? Yeah, for Full Sail, it's as simple as going to fullsailleadership.com or for Catalyst Ministry Solutions, it's catalystbuilds.com. And, uh, and they'll learn more about those two very important ministries, if you will, um, for either the church or for corporate business execs. Well, it's been wonderful to have Tim Ditlaw, founder of Full Sail Leadership Academy, as well as principal of Catalyst Ministry Solutions with us here on the C-Suite for Christ podcast. Let's uh, make sure to digest this important information that has been shared. And I think it's going to make sure that we are not only short-term, but also long-term anchored into Christ. Well, my special thanks to Tim Ditloff, the founder of Full Sail Leadership Academy, for his appearance today on the C-Suite for Christ podcast. I hope you're just as inspired as I am, and he's a world-class human being, isn't he? But again, the, the, the big takeaway today, again, just make sure, to the best of your ability, that you are anchored in Jesus Christ. There are a lot of storms going on in our lives internally, externally. Who knows? Maybe you're in a similar storm right now. Maybe you're wondering where to go. Maybe you're wondering how you're going to survive being battered and bruised and thrown amongst the waves. But as long as your anchor is dropped, as long as your anchor is strong, and as long as you're anchored in Jesus Christ, no storm of this world, internally or externally, will ever be able to knock you off course. And I pray that that's an encouragement for you here today as we get ready to say goodbye. Don't forget, however, that there's so much more to C-Suite for Christ than just this podcast. We have a television show behind the faith, I'm sorry, a television show behind the Right Now Media paywall. It's called Faith at Work. If you're a member of C-Suite for Christ, you get a complimentary subscription to Right Now Media. Maybe you have Right Now Media through your church. Maybe that's the incentive you need to join our growing organization but check out our TV show, Faith at Work. What about our radio program, Covering the World in Christ? You can live stream it on iHeartRadio app on your phone. You can listen to previous episodes on the iHeartMedia website. Just some, some additional content with some very influential people. Basically, go to our website, csuiteforchrist.com, and get plugged into our ministry and help us cover the world in Christ. I'm Paul M. Newberger. Thank you for listening for this edition of the C-Suite for Christ podcast. Thank you for joining us on the C-Suite for Christ podcast. People everywhere are thirsting for Christ. Our goal is to cover the world in Christ using hope, encouragement, and God's nourishing words. We hope you'll join us. Please visit csuiteforchrist.com and come back soon for more conversations centered around God's endless love for us all. I saw you in my dreams before I came here. Think about you, I won't forget you, life goes on.